If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. Happy Catholic Schools Week. And thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We're so grateful to collaborate with you. I'm Jill Annable. I'm here with Colleen McCoy-Sika, and we have vocations on our minds Mm -hmm. today. And I'm wondering, Colleen, we've debated about this a little bit, so I'm wondering how you define this term vocations. Well, I'm aware of all of the different ways that the term vocations is used. And so, but I have to say from my Catholic school experience as a student, we were taught that vocations were what you were called to be and that there were different vocations, whether it was single life, married life, or religious life. And any of those could be a vocation, but there were certain responsibilities that went along with each one of those vocations, but each of us is called to a different vocation. And, you know, there are very important purposes for all of them. However, (laughs) I think when I, when you and I first, you know, realized we were going to be talking about this topic during Catholic schools week vocations, I think on the top of your mind was religious life. It was because I feel like sometimes it's a missing piece. You know, our Mm -hmm. our kids and most families, you might not have a priest or a sister, like as an aunt, uncle, as someone. Like, I'm just saying that my own experiences. So I think um, our schools and our teachers can can chime in on this. I think our schools are intentional about um, as they're planning out Catholic Schools Week that this day on vocations probably leans more heavily toward some of some religious life or the celebration of priests, brothers, um, sisters, deacons. So that was completely on my mind because that's what we get to do in Catholic schools is not just think about career day, but think about this true calling. And I will agree, Colleen, I have these great memories of sitting in my various classrooms as a student in in our Catholic schools where I really remember praying about and discerning what I was called to do in this world. Like, I really, really remember that as an eight-year-old, as a 10-year-old, as a Mm 12-year-old, as a high schooler. Like, I really remember, I remember praying, like, silent, guided prayer about, am I being called to religious life? Am I being called to be married? Am I I meant to be a mother? Like, I, I remember these moments, and maybe I was just a reflective little girl, but those moments were absolutely a part of my experiences as a Catholic school student. So I hope that's how classrooms feel today. I I, I really, really had that experience. So that's a great question because I 
definitely, again, I mean, 14 years in Catholic education for me, I would have to say there were different points throughout my career as a student. I mean, all the way from first grade, all the way onward, where we were asked to reflect on that and pray on it and think about it and, and try to listen to, you know, to see if we were called to religious life. So there were different points in my life where I could have seen myself going with any of those three vocations, you know, in your later life, as you grow up that, you know, the reality of all of those things sets in, but you mentioned career day too. And I grew up mostly around sisters. So the principals of my schools were sisters and I had teachers that were sisters. And there's also a career component to religious life that yes. I don't know that everybody <laughs> realizes either. So Yeah, well, and that's what's great. Actually, well, I want to go back a thought. When I okay. was in college, then I went to public universities for undergrad and grad school. And I could have used that discernment piece because I still didn't know what I wanted to study. I didn't know I wanted to be a teacher until I was two years into college. I still graduated in four years, but it was that make or break, like, okay, it's time for the specific mm -hmm. courses on which, where are, you, where are you headed there, Jill? And I, I could have used the prayer discernment piece. I mean, the foundation was there for me to do it personally, but it wasn't part of how you um, make those choices in a public university. So anyway, so that comes to mind. But I also, as a mom, I had this moment where my kids have been around more religious life than I was as a kid because mm. we have some brilliant Franciscan sisters in Grand Rapids who are just brilliant scientists. And so my daughter had Ooh. this moment where she said, whoa, I can be a sister and a scientist. And I was like, uh, absolutely. Wow. So, yes. so how we model the different orders and also, you know, we are very heavily here in Grand Rapids. Most priests are diocesan priests, you know, so they see parish life, but the different order of priests um, is not as diverse as it is in other parts of the country. So I really would love for our own, our own kids to be exposed to the, the whole range of the Catholic options. Can I go back to that idea for just a second? Because, you know, you're talking about a sister who is a brilliant scientist. Oh, wow. So those things can go together. Absolutely. So what about, you know, I think about my, and I know I've talked about the former Vicar general in the diocese of Phoenix. He was an emergency room nurse mm. before he came into yeah, the priesthood. You mentioned, yes. I've mentioned him before, but the way that he approached crisis management is very different than someone who went directly from right. high school into seminary and because, you know, he lived it. And so there are, there are pieces of, you know, the career of religious life, depending on, you know, what job you end up doing, because even, you know, my pastor who runs a parish and a school, he's a CEO, you're right. expected to have some business savvy. And interestingly, so my pastor actually does have a business background. So, you know, thank goodness for that, but they don't all. And so they come into, you know, a career and they're placed as priests and there are, there are job skills that, that go along with that too. And so, yeah, it's, it's a lot to think about actually. It is. Mm -hmm. it is. We had um, some insight from our friend, Dan Masterton, who yes. found us on Twitter to explain that on this day or to celebrate vocations, he wants to share the idea of doing a panel and not just a panel of those who are in religious life or priests, but all states of life represented is a great way to do that during Catholic schools week, but also not leave 
leaving the students behind. So making sure that we all are considering having our students do interest inventories, affirmation mm. experiences to help students explore their gifts and their passions. And most importantly for students to, and this is that discernment part, identify how they individually can meet the world's needs. That whole, you know, God, send me where you need me, use me, yes. you, like use my life for your good. And I think that's, that's what we're teaching kids that, that their vocation, that their calling is truly an answer to prayer. The constant reminder, I do this with my own children, that constant reminder of you are created uniquely with these gifts and talents because both of my kids, and maybe we all do this when we're young, neither one of my own children seems to realize how unique yeah. each one of them actually is like, they seem to think that everybody thinks like they do, or everybody's good at the same things that they are. And, you know, I, I'm, they just, I think you, you come to a point as you grow up and as you start to become more aware of the people around you and what their gifts and talents are and what they contribute to the world. It's very hard to think about that as a young child where, you know, you are very egocentric, you know, it's, it's part of development. So, but as you grow up and start to realize your, your uniqueness, your, your unique gifts and talents and what yeah. you're supposed to contribute and how to do that. Yeah. Unre unrepeatable, right. In yes. the words of St. John Paul, II, you're unrepeatable. And so that, I mean, whew, even as an adult, that's a big thing to, that's to big. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm <laughs> contributing in the right way to the world. Right. Right. I know <laughs> constant discernment. Well, here we go. So it's time to get back to class. There's always more ideas and time to celebrate them, but we're going to keep doing our best to celebrate a new idea. Each time we drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year, except for this week, you get us five times, send us your ideas and share the love with your fellow teachers. You can send those to catholicteacherslounge.com. This is your haven of hope to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. We will see you tomorrow.